0: Ain't nobody gonna love oh, this shit boy, I can't we all change right, yeah. like huh I mean, I've always kind of believed in aliens. I don't know if I believe in flying saucers. You might as well just walk up to Keith in, while he's on his lunch break you know, and, heat or something. Yeah. right in face. little baby right in. We'll see that. We're almost uh, three minutes into our sports podcast and yet to bring up not one sport. <laughs> okay, uh, Jason, first for you, um, if you could kind of explain to me the timeline of when you guys got to Valdasta as a film crew, um, when you guys got there and when you left, I know it's the 2020 season, but you know, I just what did that time frame look like for you guys? Sure, I,
1: I believe I don't have the exact date in front of me, but I believe it was the last week of July, first week of August when we first started shooting any kind of footage. Obviously, the dialogue and the conversation started happening well before then with. Coach Probst and Athletic Director Reggie Mitchell and the Superintendent Dr. Cason down for Valdosta City Schools. Mm-hmm. But as far as cameras rolling, I believe it was, you know, right around that August 1st date uh, that we started recording footage.
0: And I, I guess Coach Probst, have have you seen any of the footage that's going to be airing starting tomorrow? Have you, Has Jason given you any kind of insight into what what might be coming?
2: I've just seen some trailers, but no, I've not seen any any episodes or anything like that. We've just talked, and I've seen a couple of trailers, you know, short trailers, but no, um, haven't seen it yet. Anticipating and, and excited about. It.
0: And for for you guys, y'all obviously got together in two thousand and six in Hoover, and that was a you know a great success for MTV and, and the two day series. Well, what what has changed, I guess, for each of you? This one is um, what what's changed for each of you since 2006 uh, when that series was filmed?
1: I mean, obviously just the way our society is, it's so much different how these kids lives. They're so comfortable now with being in front of the camera because their lives on a day-to-day basis are on with social media. You know, they're constantly posting videos and and messages and already kind of exposing their lives to the world. And so now when we come to do these series, it's something that they're very comfortable with. So, opening up their lives and their doors and just being natural and getting that real raw motion is something that came even easier, obviously, now compared to 15 years ago when we did this. And social media, I don't even know if it was around. It definitely is what it is yeah. uh, now. So, obviously, that was probably the biggest change, is just how comfortable everybody is now being in front of the camera.
0: And, Coach, for you, you know, have you changed – since 2006 I imagine you would say yes but but I guess in what ways have you changed since that series well just uh
2: I was a little more it didn't take long to get comfortable with Jason in '06. I mean it took a couple of weeks I think this time it was like old hat I mean you just sort of after a just a few minor things first day or two you know but um, it was like going back 15 years earlier, you know, to be honest with you. And, I mean, we were together for two years at Hoover, and then doing this show was easy from a standpoint. You know, there's a lot of storyline. There's a lot of things about Austin, uh, about the about Austin High School. But I think it was just easier this time. Um, and, and, again, I think Jason's right. I think the kids were, um, you know, when I sit down and talk to them the first time about it, you know, they were excited. And and because kids now, like you said, are so social media driven with posting everything they do, um, it, it made it much easier this time than the first time. Um, but in the same token, you know, kids are going to be kids. And uh, that's what the beauty of the show is, is to see uh, football at a high level at their perspective, of a teenager's perspective. You know, we all think of it because we look at Alabama or Georgia or the Atlanta Falcons or the Tampa Bay Bucks, you know it's really professional. We're in the purity of high school sports. Is is there's a lot, lot there, a lot of storylines there that are the same everywhere. It's just Jason's been able to put it on camera at Hoover High School and now at Valdosta High School.
0: And coach, what would you hope that people take away from? From this series, you haven't seen it yet, obviously, but it, you know, if you could, what would you hope that people would take away from it, as far as you and and your time at Valdosta and your coaching styles and and that kind of stuff? You know,
2: it's, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I just think that um football's football, so I have a job to do. You come there; it's expected to win football games. You don't go to Valdosta to have a winning season. You go to Valdosta to, to to win a championship, and and I think that from that perspective of it is just what you know. Again, I haven't changed a lot. I, I think I'm more mellow now than I was back in five and six when when the teams my 2005 team that came out in 06, the 06 team that came out in '07. But um, you know, I'm, you know, I was a little more mellow this time. You know, maybe not as abrupt. Um, tried to control my language a little better. You know, you, you try to be, but again, you forget about that in a week. You really do. You forget about the cameras in a week or two, and you're back to business, and you're such in a tunnel vision capsule. That's the best way I can explain it. You're in, you're so tunnel vision from that first day of fall camp. Through the end of the season, which this year was a semifinal loss to the state champion, Buford, you know, you just, you're, you're got blinders on and you're in that capsule and it's football, 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 football. And, and I think Jason shows that to a certain extent, but he also shows the high school athlete and what the high school athlete and their side of the story. That's the beauty of the story. And I don't know if I answered your question completely, but that's. Uh, Probably the best I can do on that on that answer.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. But but to that end, to the players, and especially in the state of Georgia, um, the GHSA. That you know, there are a lot of people on both sides that are are very very protective of the GHSA, and there are a lot that are anti-GHSA. I think sometimes maybe the players are the ones lost in the middle. Um, Coach from your time coaching in Georgia. Great
2: point. Great point. That's a, that's of all the schools I've dealt with. That's the smartest
0: quote I think I've ever heard. Well, hey, you can quote me on that coach if you, if you need it. All right. (laughs) But, but I wanted to ask you if you, if you could some practical changes and maybe easy changes that could be made from the GHSA in high school sports to make, it better for the student athletes. Is there anything that that you would go to first?
2: I'd have to really think about that. I, I do think there's rules inside the GHSA that are a little bit outdated, and you know I don't want to say the word archaic, but that's what comes to mind. I'll say outdated, and you know the you know Dr. Hines has to go along with what the is in that white book. And 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 you know, and I, sometimes we as coaches don't agree with everything in that white book, and sometimes we don't understand all the little things. But it, it but it's no different than when I was in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Although I'll say this, I think Steve Savarese and the Alabama High School Athletic Association is is a lot more proactive in things, and I think that's because they're bigger. They're bigger. They got more personnel. They they're out in front. I just dealt with that last week with my own son. We're in Georgia, it's retroactive. It's it's after the fact right, uh, things, right. and I you know, and I think that that could, if that could change a little bit, grow the GHSA, be more proactive, look over the rules, look over everything, and make sure we're up to date with everything because we are in a changing world in athletics. In in every sport, but especially, obviously, we're talking about football today. Mm-hmm. Things are changing on a daily basis, and I think we got to change and the organizations that govern us as to change. No different than what the NCAA has to change things in college football, the GHSA needs to change in high school football.
0: And Jason, for you, obviously this year at thought there there was a recording that that, that leaked, and that made national news for you guys being there while that happened or being you know in Valdosta while that happened what was that like for you when that when that news sort of broke and, and came out I think that's when a lot of people realized that Netflix was doing a documentary in Valdosta
1: yeah so that was a recording obviously dubbed by Michael Nelson, Nelson right. as he's referred to um, back in I think May the first week of May when Rush first got hired and it didn't come out until I don't know April maybe sometime around there the following year maybe March and so for us the season was kind of over and we thought we knew how things were going to end but obviously when something like that comes out we got to obviously rethink of of how we're ending the series and so um, we were covering that story obviously we were able to get a hold of the full recording listen to the full recording, uh, which obviously there's a lot more to that, uh, and kind of use facts to tell our story. And so in our series, um, you'll see some, some different pieces of that recording, I think, that weren't in the recording that was released, um, that may shed some new light on certain things. Uh, but it's a story that we followed, and um, it was unfortunate. And obviously, uh, a lot of people know how the story ends, but they don't know how kind of the behind the scenes if you will of of what was going on and what the emotion was like and what was it like when Rush walked into his house sat at his dinner table with his wife and kids and had to explain to them what was going on that was a very intimate and emotional kind of time for them and and they allowed the cameras to be a part of that
0: all right it's football season now Spencer no more basketball no more baseball so if you're in Savannah that means one thing and one place coach's corner on victory drive that's right, Trav. So after you watch the Falcons break your heart, you can have a few, you know, one one or two beers. Come back the next day. Get your breakfast as well because they got breakfast now, don't they? Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Check them out now, 3016 East Victory Drive or 912-352-2933. You can like them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you go, tell them the Hot credits podcast sent you. And, Coach, for, for you, how frustrating was it when that happened to not be able to immediately come out and tell your side of the story or say that, hey, that, that, that was taken out of context or that's not the full recording. You just have to go by the advice of your counsel, I'm I'm guessing, and, and not comment from that. How frustrating was that?
2: Very, very, very frustrating. And it's probably the most frustrating that I've ever been in my life. And. You know, you can't tell the whole story. And and, and let's be honest. I mean, there's things that I'm not happy with what I said in that video or in that tape. I mean, mean, bottom line, it, it is what it is. But at the same time, it was significantly altered and edited to make me look as bad as you could look. And I think the story is tape was taped on May the 18th or 19th. I'd been hired the last week of April, and that tape didn't drop till March first, a week after Michael Nelson was let go from the Booster Club. Um, so when he was fired from the Booster Club is when he released the tape a week later. So uh, that that that's a timeline that people need to be aware of because of how much time had gone from May to to, to March one, and so obviously. Again, I wish you could change things, but um, but admit, you can't. You just got you got to own up with some things. But I was taken out of context. Yes, absolutely, I was. There's no doubt, and and, and that's probably all I need to say right now about it because still there's still some things that are under investigation. Sure.
0: Well, if I could, coach, just follow up on that it, it, the. It made national news. I think a lot of people believe because of the Georgia and Alabama implications. Is one of the things that you regret from that is the naming yes. a guy like Nick Chubb. Yeah, and it's, it was
2: it was just BS. It was all yeah. BS. We were just we're just. It's like two guys sitting in a bar or two people in a boat talking, you know. And, and and what people don't understand is there's a lot of conversation that's not on the tape that. Led to that, and, and and so, you know, basically you're, you're just repeating rumors of of no context. Right. I mean, that's basically what you're repeating. Is you, you know, that's something I didn't make up. It's just something that you hear things. They're not true. They're rumors, and they're and they're not. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Rumors that are not uh, substantiated. Yeah, substantiated, and they're not. I mean, there's none of that's true. Absolutely, none of that's true. And I've signed affidavit stating that. That you know. So uh, that, but that again, that probably caught the biggest part of it. And uh, and I do regret that. But again, uh, when two men are sitting around talking, and you you never dreamed in a hundred years that he would manipulate things you know you got to understand we probably talked for over two hours maybe three hours and then he releases that tape that's an hour and six minutes long so there's a there's there's a lot of things and then when it was edited back down well no the first tape i mean what he released to start with was an hour and six minutes and then they edited the tape so the tape was edited twice that we know of. I mean, right. because I do remember the time that he and I were talking in my office, and it was only the second time I'd been to my office. And so I remember wow. that very well. So that that conversation took over two hours. We talked a lot of things, and then we went to... Uh, that was that was one time that I know it said it because he didn't have the whole two and a half hours on there. All right? And then the second time is... When people got, he got, he, he altered it the second time down to 14 minutes to make me look really bad. And so, you know, to trying to get me fired from the Board of Education and releasing those things. So that thing's been significantly, intentionally altered several times that we know of. And, and I just think that that's, you know, I shouldn't have trusted him and, you know, shouldn't, you know, shouldn't trust him. But at the same time. It was just a bunch of BS talk is all it is.
0: Okay. I won't keep you guys much longer. Jason, um, one more for you. Uh, I know that this one's eight uh, episodes, right? Is that right? The eight part series. Correct. Okay. And and I keep reading and seeing that, uh, that this is season one. Does that, does that mean that there's going to be a season two?
1: Uh, I mean, you always want that, right? You You always want a series to be multiple seasons. And so, We're having those internal discussions. Obviously, some of it depends on how the viewership is and and, uh, analytics, excuse me, I can't speak, that come back to Netflix and and what information they get back. And ultimately, obviously, it's a Netflix decision on on whether season two will happen.
0: Okay, and Coach, finally one one for you. Um, If you could, just a message to people that haven't seen it, that will see it. Um, is there anything that you'd like them to know before they, you know, going into the to the premiere of it?
2: Mm, just have an open mind. Hope people have an open mind about and I, and I don't want people to just view the the show just to be worried about the controversy that happened sure. late February, early March. You know, again, it's there's I hope people take an open view of what a high school athlete goes through. That's, and a high-pressured job or a high-pressured program like Valdosta. And it's is not the only team in the state of Georgia that has high pressure to it. It goes on at Grayson. It goes on at other schools, North Gwinnett. It goes on at, at a lot of schools at Beaufort High School. It goes on. So I think when you look at this, if, if people will just look at it open-mindedly about a high school athlete and what that high school athlete goes through, uh, I hope that's what – I know people are going to wait for the controversy and they're going to look for all that kind of stuff, but I'm, I hope they're just open-minded and enjoy the uh, the professionalism of what Jason's done in putting this show together. And I think if you chronicle that with two-a-days uh, Navy football show that he did, Notre Dame, Florida State, John Calipari at Kentucky, he did all that yeah. and it's been professionally done uh This will be no different, and I think you'll see that when when it's dropped tomorrow. But um, hey, let me let me retract. Let me not retract. So let me go back on what you asked me about Nick Chubb. Sure, sure. I got nothing but the most respect for Nick Chubb, and I hate you know I hate that that name got brought up, but because I'm telling you, there's absolutely no truth, absolutely no truth that I'm aware of of anything, any improprieties that went on. Again. There's a lot of things that were said off tape that led to that conversation so and and some of it rebutted by me at the time so um anyway, I just hope so, you know that's corrected and and people understand that that I know nothing that went on, and I do not think that anything went on with that situation.